Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Nine, the game. Back with you on the John Chuckery Show. Final hour of the program is the start of the Brown Liquor Music Hour. Chuck Rose gets first request. Mondays, you know how we do it. Motown Monday. Little Marvin Gaye and Tammy Terrell. Ain't nothing like the real thing, baby. Ain't, like, ain't nothing like the real thing over here. 404-741-0929. That is our Solomon Brothers Diamond text line to be a part of the show. Odyssey app is how you catch us when you're on the go. Social media is at 9th on the game on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And as always, give me a follow on my personal Twitter page. That would be at JMCH316. Don't forget, we've got Falcons football coming up on Friday. First preseason game of the year. So it is, I guess, officially game week. So um, we will be out of training. Not we, but the station will be out of training camp tomorrow. Freaky and Hugh, Sandra and Steak. Andy and Randy, and then Dukes and Bell, of course, are up at Buford uh, at the Hooters up there by the Mall of Georgia. Uh, everybody out and about uh, at their places Tuesday and Wednesday, and then, of course, nothing on Thursday. Friday in Detroit against the Lions. We will not be on air on uh, Friday because, obviously, we have, the, uh, we have the game coming up on Friday, so uh, we will be off this coming Friday. But um, we'll be back with you on Monday from Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Right, I'll be at Mercedes-Benz Stadium for the Falcons' open practice at Mercedes-Benz. 6.30 is when that all gets started. And, of course, you do have to get your tickets at AtlantaFalcons.com. There is a $5 admission. Here's what I tell people about that event, though. Because usually it's like Military Appreciation Day or some things like that. But main thing is, if you haven't been to Mercedes-Benz Stadium and you want to go to check out the stadium and walk around and see everything, spend 5 bucks, take you and the family to Mercedes-Benz, uh, it's about as low cost of an event as you can possibly come up with. Who cares if you sit and watch the game? Go check out Mercedes Benz if you've never been there. I, I would, I would guess that the roof will be open. Assuming that we're not expecting to have rain and things like that, my guess is the roof will be open. They usually like to open the roof for that practice, right? And they like to show off the, you know, the night sky and all that kind of stuff. So I'm guessing the roof will be open, but. Take you and your kids, and for five bucks a head, if you've never seen Mercedes-Benz, it's worth it. Look, I, talk my, I took my daughter down there a few months ago um, for an Atlanta United game. And, you know, 13 years old, she didn't get amazed by much, but 
she was amazed at how nice the stadium was. And that was her first time being there. So look, it's worth it. Bring bring yeah. bring bring you, bring the wife, bring the girlfriend, bring them both. Uh, whatever you got to do, you know. <laughs> uh, bring 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 your kids, bring their kids, yeah. bring somebody's kids, you know, with you. And um, for five bucks a head, it, it's really neat to get a chance to be in the stadium for an event. See the see the big you know the big board and everything and the what do they call that thing the the halo the tron- halo, yeah, the board, halo board the yeah. halo board that yep. goes all the way around and stuff like that so it's an amazing deal and um, you know you get to see the Falcons a little bit for whatever that is open mm-hmm. practice and stuff like that but for five bucks if you've never been to Mercedes Benz Stadium I would greatly encourage you to do all of that and, and check uh, the stadium out um, Mets top of the ninth they're up five to one right now. So they, uh, they're rolling right along here this evening. Marte is homered uh, in the game. Uh, he's got a couple of hits and a couple of RBI. Uh, Naquin's got a couple of RBI on a hit. So Vogelbach's had a couple of hits and an RBI as well. So my guess is, barring some kind of miracle comeback, Mets are going to win their game tonight over the dreadful, god-awful, low-life, pawn-scum Cincinnati Reds. We'll talk some Braves baseball because the Braves have an Azuna problem. We'll talk about that. Coming up at 10:20. First, though, let's get to what we call our NFL Squib Kick. Take a look at the NFL with the Squib Kick with John Chuckery, Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. Josh Jacobs, the uh, running back for the Las Vegas Raiders, rumors about the potentially trading the running back uh, were squelched today by Josh McDaniels, who said, "Quote: We have a lot of confidence in JJ." And, you know, he did well in his opportunities, which he hoped we hoped he would. But, no, we have no desire to do that at all when asked about um, trading him. And, of course, if you saw him in the Hall of Fame game, right, they have Zamir White there as well. Of course, they drafted him out of the University of Georgia. Austin Walter uh, as well. Um, Kenyon Drake is coming back from injury. Amir Abdullah. So they have a deep stable of running backs. Of course, Jacob's former Pro Bowl running back uh, for them. Uh, McDaniel speaking about his running backs quote, as I said after the game, I really do believe that the backs don't really get to simulate what's going to happen during the course of the regular season. And so giving them an opportunity to actually get tackled, take care of the football, and get acclimated to a new system, quite honestly, I think it's the goal. Each man's different. We'll try to do what's best for the team. We feel like this was a good thing, a good opportunity for all of our backs to, uh, for all of our backs um, that played. So, um, you know, obviously they did not pick up Jacob's fifth-year option. And he is a former pro bowler, but they decided not to pick up his fifth-year option. He says he has no ill will toward the team or anything like that. He missed a lot of the offseason program with an undisclosed injury. And everybody's saying he looks motivated and, and faster in camp. Quote, I'm a firm believer in the work that you put in is going to pay off for itself. And I had to be here either way. Uh, and this is where I want to be. I don't have a problem with it. It just gave me more of a reason to come in every day, gel with the guys, and work. So, who knows? He may be a guy that still gets a contract with the Raiders when all is said and done. But I was a little bit surprised they didn't pick up his fifth-year option. But, you know, again, um, seems that seems to be a lot of a trend nowadays. It's, just, it's better to not pick up that fifth-year option, right, and have more things available to you, more options, if you will, available to you. So, the NFL is going to ask on-field officials – to focus on illegal contact fouls during the season. So the NFL has asked its on-field officials to pay particular attention to illegal contact fouls during the season. Uh, This was confirmed by a league spokesman earlier today. Um, 
They expect a, uh, an increase in the amount of penalties, which actually had a drop-off in the 2021 season. So the illegal contact refers to prohibited contact by a defender when the quarterback still has the ball and remains in the pocket. It's a five-yard penalty and, remain, and results in an automatic first down. Officials flagged illegal, illegal contact an average of 97 times per year between 2002 and 2020. That number, though, dropped to only 36 last year. The decrease prompted the NFL's competition committee to include illegal contact among its points of clarification or points of emphasis for this season. So my guess is while they averaged for about a 20-year period 97 penalties and it dropped down to 36 last year, my guess is there'll be about 150 this year. Says the administering illegal contact officials must first identify the prohibited contact and confirm the position of the ball and the quarterback. The, cur- the committee encouraged officials to move more quickly from the contact to the quarterback in, ed- in order to better enforce the foul. So, needless to say, um, this will be one of those things that can't be reviewed, right? And there'll be 150 of these penalties, and everybody's going to complain and moan about all of this. Awesome. Says the league sources surveyed by ESPN were split on whether the wording of this year's legal contact uh, will lead to a spike in flags. Oh, it will. If the NFL has told them to make this an emphasis, it will lead to a spike in flags. Give me a break. Um, officiating crews often visit training camps to update players and coaches on all the new rules. So don't be surprised on Friday when you watch the Falcons if you don't see a few illegal contact penalties on hitting the quarterback. Just It is what it is at this point, right? Also, too, um, this was interesting. So, you know, Aaron Rodgers last week admitted that he's been using some kind of hallucinogenic. So all of a sudden now he's Scarecrow from, from Batman Begins. He's got a psychotropic hallucinogen that he's passing around at parties and stuff like that. And he talked about using this thing. So we all, when I was with Andy and what was I with Andy? No, it was me and Randy last week, last Thursday, when all this came out. And him and I both asked the question, hey, is this stuff even legal? I mean, it's, it's not against the law, but is it in the rules of the NFL or NFLPA or anything like that? Well, both the league and the NFLPA have informed Pro Football Talk that, and I don't even know how you pronounce this, uh, Ayahuasca. Ayahuasca. Don't get me to lie. Yeah, A-Y-A-H-A-U-A-S-C-A counts as neither a prohibited compound under the substance abuse policy, nor a PD. So if this thing is giving you mind trips, how is this thing not illegal? Like, that's what he's using it for. Because he said he's got all these whacked out things and stuff like that that happened to him. When How's that not illegal? The, the primary psychoactive ingredient, um, N, N-, I can't even, it, DMT, is a Schedule One drug under federal law. But... It's not a problem for the NFL. So let me get this straight. This is legal, but everybody pissed and moaned when Mike McGuire had Andrew in his locker. Or or you can't smoke dope, but you can take a psychotropic hallucinogen. Again, like your scarecrow. Is it going in the water system? Is it is it do you have to breathe it in? It says even without a positive test, players can fall under scrutiny for admitting to using a given substance. Okay. Um, so players can use it. 
Uh, it says here, it's probably not a good idea to include a cup of it with your pregame meal. Because, um, yeah, you're going you're gonna to go nuts, aren't you? Isn't that what he said? He's got to love himself when he takes these drugs to love himself and all this. I, look, again, the NFL, what's legal, not legal, you know. I, that's why they That's why they get scrutinized so much. It's just so ridiculous. It really is. And, and look, you know, you know where there would be a problem. Do, do you know who this would be a problem for? Anybody not named Aaron Rodgers. Right. You know, if this right. was, if this was Tyrod Taylor mm-hmm. doing this, there'd be an issue. Right. There'd be an issue with him doing it. Yeah. But because it's the Golden Boy and one of the real faces of the NFL for all the right and wrong reasons, Aaron Rodgers isn't going to see anything out of all of it. There's no there. Listen, they're not gonna they're not gonna head to his home in Mar-a-Lago and invade his house or anything like that. Even though he's got you know psychotropic hallucinogens. Again, this is bad. How do we? How did the NFL become Batman Begins? <laughs> like, like when? How long before we see Ra's al Ghul coming out? Pat Mahomes says he regrets playing not to lose in the second half of the AFC title game. Um. Mahomes told Kevin Clark of The Ringer that after jumping out to a big early lead, the Chiefs became so focused on playing it safe, they stopped doing the things that brought them to that point. Quote, the second half of that game, I don't want to say we're relaxed, but I mean, when you read, when you read like you did, like you did, you want to make sure you win the game, but you don't want to play like you're playing not to lose. And I feel like that's what we did. As a team, we were playing to not lose. We were playing to get to the Super Bowl. If you look, they, they didn't do much different from the first half to the second half. We just didn't execute at a high enough level. They were playing the same coverages, and we weren't executing. Then momentum gets in the other team's favor, and when you're playing a good football team, bad stuff happens. Yeah, I I guess so. Um, You know, this was the game, obviously, against the Bengals, and they did blow that lead. But, yeah, sometimes, look, that happens, right? You you get in a game like that, and, and you take your foot off the gas pedal, right? Anyway, almost like 28 to 3 or something like that, right? But anyway. Uh, we'll see what happens. I'm still fascinated by this psychotropic hallucinogen that, that Aaron Rodgers is pumping into him. And well, it's like, oh, yeah, that's cool. I just sent you what the uh, what NFL says. He's not, he has not violated anything. So, Yeah, that's what, yeah. Uh, that's what I said. The, the, yeah, story, yeah. the story says it, that, yeah. you know, hey, he's all good to go. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, there's no problem with it. You know, it's all it's legal under the NFL, NFLPA doctrine. So, okay, there you go. <laughs> All right, when uh, we come back, the Braves have an Azuna problem. Are they going to be able to fix it, though? We'll talk about that next. Chuck Green, the Kia Studios. Sports right now for the game. Odyssey.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. 
Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. The game back with the John Chuckery show live in the Kia studios. Round like a music hour rolling right along. Hang, listen to every Hawks game along with all the music and news that Atlanta needs right here on the Odyssey app. And of course, um, dive into the history and culture of baseball's unofficial rule book with unwritten new podcast hosted by Jimmy Rollins and Ron Darling. This week, how to treat rookies with Albert Pujols. You can download unwritten on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast from. We will uh, talk about the Lex Luger documentary, the A&E, the latest in the A&E bio series that is coming up. The, um, the Rivals thing was the Monday Night Wars, which if you really want to see that, go, go. I would recommend you go on Peacock and watch the real Monday Night War documentary that they did on there. It's, it's pretty good. It's a lot of the same thing. They just kind of rehashed all, all the stuff that we already knew and everything like that. Now, speaking of rehashing, uh, by the way, the uh, Mets did win tonight, so they picked up another half game on the uh, Atlanta Braves. So after what was an awful weekend for the Braves, now they sit seven games back, losers of three in a row, Mets have won four in a row, Braves five and five in their last ten, Mets eight and two in their last ten. Don't look now, by the way. You know the Phillies have won five in a row, and they're nine and one in their last ten. They're only three games behind the Braves now, if you can believe that. So, and again, we talked about Braves are going to get their matchups against some of these teams, right? Obviously, seven games to go with the New York Mets head-to-head. Let me tell you what the Braves have right now, though. They have an Azuna problem. Here is Marcelo Azuna's numbers for the month of July and this first week of August. For July and August, he's hitting 188 with a 229 on base, 357 slugging, 586 OPS. He's only got five homers and 10 RBI with 
12 runs scored. He's got uh, four doubles, obviously no stolen bases, and um, he has almost as many strikeouts, 28 strikeouts to six walks. He has almost as many strikeouts as he does hits plus RBI combined. To say that Marcelo Zuna's had a rough year has been an understatement. And I talked about this a few years ago, and I remember Jarvis and I talked about this, signing him to a long-term deal. What Marcelo Zuna am I getting? I talked about this a couple months ago. We are now officially in the Marcelo Zuna is the guy in the St. Louis Cardinals, a guy who could hit some home runs, but he's a one-trick pony. He's not going to hit for average. He's going to strike out a whole bunch, and he's not going to drive in a lot of runs or score a lot of runs. Do you realize that in the pandemic year, if you take his last two years combined, last two years combined, 150 games played the last two years, right? He only has 68 RBI. In 60 games in the pandemic, he had 56 RBI. So the guy in St. Louis was a guy who could mash the ball out of the ballpark but didn't drive in a whole crap ton of runs, didn't score a lot of runs, didn't hit for average, and didn't get on base and can't play defense in the outfield. That's where we're at right now. And the Braves owe him two years at $18 million per year. Two years, $36 million. Then there's an option year, a club option year in 2024, which, let's be honest, they won't, they won't pick up. Now, did you all see the news about Jason Hayward earlier today? That the Cubs general manager came out and said he's on the IL, but he's not going to play the rest of this year but they're going to release him in the offseason. He has one more year at $23 million left on that $184 million contract that he signed with the Cubs. They're going to pay him $23 million to just not be on their team anymore. You know why they're keeping him this year? Is because they said he's good in the clubhouse. If he's good in the clubhouse, why would you pay him $23 million and not have him there? But that's what they're going to do. They're going to release him for $23 million. Crazy, isn't it? So, right now, Ozuna is killing the Braves. And he's a one-trick pony that doesn't help them. He doesn't help them out in the field. He doesn't help them on the base paths. He doesn't help them by getting on base and scoring runs. If he doesn't homer, he's giving you nothing. Nothing. He's not giving you anything right now. And this is not, by the way, a weak couple weeks, whatever. On the season, he's got 19 homers. That's a pretty good number. He's only driven in 42 runs, only scored 48 runs, hitting 215 with 99 strikeouts. Well, guys have to be on. Let me tell you something. He's got Ronnie, Dansby, Olsen, Riley, Contreras, Darno, all of those guys hitting around and in front of him. Miss me with the guys aren't on base deal when talking about his RBI total. But again, this is the same guy that, with the Cardinals in 2019, had 29 homers, and he drove in 89 runs for it. 23 homers with the Marlins in 14, 85 RBI. 23 homers in 16, 76 RBI. 23 homers with the Cardinals in 18, 88 RBI. The two outlier seasons, 
that 2017 walk year where he hit 37 homers and drove in 124 runs. 124 runs for that Marlins team that year. Who, by the way, Day-Day, ask me what their record was. You would figure a guy who hits 37 homers and 124 runs, that'd be a really good offense and a really good team that they had. Ask me what their record was. What was their record that year? 77 and 85. Oh, wow, below 500. Yeah. They were a below 500 team that year. And on that team, that's the year Stanton hit 59 homers with 132 RBI. Yelich hit 282 with 18 homers and 81 RBI. Dietrich had 13 homers and hit three. No, sorry, he hit 249. Uh, Rojas hit 290. D. Gordon hit 300. Justin Bauer hit 289. But anyway, they have a problem right now with Ozuna. And you can't play him out in the field. And when he DHs now at this point, he's taking a bat away that you could use, a Contreras or somebody like that, that you'd like to see more at-bats go to those guys, you know, the guys that are actually producing for this Braves team this year. They have a problem. This is not going to get fixed by, you know, he, you know. look, this is more than just he, he, you know, had the domestic dispute last year. He was hurt for part of the year, and when he did play, he didn't produce. And now he's back healthy and everything else, and he's not producing at all for this team. 19 homers is nice. That's third on the club right now. That's a nice total. But you figure that in he's got 427 plate appearances. Contreras has 215. Ozuna's got 19 homers and 42 RBI and 395, sorry, and 427 plate appearances. Contreras has 15 homers and 29 RBI in 215 plate appearances in half the plate appearances that he has. So, look, I don't know what the Braves are going to do. I, they're not going to release him or anything like that. I, I I will predict that he will not be back with the Braves next year because he doesn't give you anything for $18 million. They'll trade him, but they'll have to eat some salary along with that. I don't think they're going to release him, not when you owe a guy $36 million. I don't think that's going to happen. That's why I'm surprised the Cubs are getting rid of Jason Hayward, but – they said they're gonna they'll they'll pay the twenty three million dollars for him to walk away, okay. But they've got to find another option for their DH left field type of thing. They have plenty of guys who can D. Everybody can DH, right? Contreras can DH. Rosario can DH. Garcia can DH, right? They got all these guys that can DH. Grossman can DH. Whatever. But they they need they need to figure out what they're gonna do with Marcelo Zuna, because right now for them this is not going well. And this has been another, you know, he's one of the guys that, look, if you're going to try to win the World Series again, there are certain guys that have to get cranked up and going. Ronnie's got to get cranked up and going. You know, Ozzy, when he comes back, he's got to get some things going. You know, Matt Olson is starting to really look at look at Olson's numbers now. He's at 21 homers and 70 RBI. That's not a bad, that's not, that's pretty good. He's down to 248 with a 336 on base with 120 strikeouts. That didn't even lead the team, by the way. Dansby's got 122 strikeouts. This was not a good weekend at all for the Atlanta Braves. Not a good weekend at all. And now you're going up tomorrow. You're going to play a last-place Red Sox team, and then you're going to play the pawn-scum, low-life, dreadful Miami Marlins after that. And then you'll get ready for the New York Mets in a four-game set with here. And by the way, right after the Mets get done with four games here, the Astros are coming in too. The Astros are, are coming in. At that point, 
just to give you some perspective, okay, the Braves' next two opponents, the um, – uh, who'd we say the uh, the Miami Marlins, Marlins, and and, and then um, uh, why did my brain just go dead? Next um, two opponents, Red, Red Sox and Marlins. Red Sox, right? yeah. yeah. The the those two teams are com- have combined to win how many is that? One hundred and three games. The Red Sox and Marlins have won one hundred and three games. You with me? All right. Houston and the Mets have won one hundred and forty games. They both have seventy wins. They both are there. That's two of the three teams tied for the second most wins in all of Major League Baseball. The Dodgers have the most with 75. The Yankees, Astros, and Mets are all at 70. So it doesn't get easier. Competition doesn't get easier for the Braves. That's why they got to take advantage of the Red Sox and Marlins. And by the way, they have another doubleheader coming up on Saturday with the Marlins, right? Another doubleheader. You know, that's. That's why I was a little bit surprised about the Ian Anderson thing about setting him down and this, that, and the other. But Ian Anderson sitting at a 5-1-1. Had his defense not helped him out on Friday night, we were here for that. Remember, um, Ronnie made a great play in right field in the first inning. Michael Harris throws a guy out in that game. His defense, his outfield defense really helped him out. Or that game might have gotten away from the Braves, even though they had an 8 nothing lead. You have an 8 nothing lead and your starter can't go five innings. Ian Anderson went four and two-thirds innings and couldn't make it through five innings to pick up a victory with an 8 nothing lead out there. So Braves got to get some things figured out and get cranked. Look, it's not over. I'm not going to tell you that it's over. I'm not going to tell you the division is over. And and the Braves, the Braves only have a losing record against three teams. Four teams, excuse me. San Diego, the Mets, Dodgers, and the Texas Rangers. But again, they won't see the Texas Rangers, I don't believe, anymore this year. But they were 1-2 and two against the Rangers. Everybody else is 5. Everybody else in the league that they've played is 500 or above. But the Mets have handled four out of eight, four and eight against the Mets. And you only have seven games left against them. You'll have four games here at Truist Park, and then you got another three games set against them the second last series of the year in early October. You're going to have to beat the Mets at some point if you want to win the division. You can't sit back and wait for them to get on a losing streak. They're not going to get on a losing streak. They're not going to met. Here's why they won't do that. It's very simple. They have two of the maybe three or four best pitchers in all of Major League Baseball. You're not going to go on a five- or six-game losing streak when you have Scherzer and DeGrom. You're just not. You might lose one start with those guys. You're not going to lose two starts with those guys. And that's the thing. They have two of the most high-caliber starting pitchers in all of Major League Baseball. It keeps you from going on an extended losing streak. Just like a few years ago when Kershaw was in his prime, the Dodgers would never get on a lengthy losing streak because Kershaw was always there every fifth day, and he just goes out and he throws a three-hit shutout. And you're like, all right, well, the Dodgers are back. You don't have to, and, and you know, when you got those guys in the mound, you don't have to score 10, 12 runs. You get one or two runs, and you feel like you're in pretty good shape. You know, I don't know how DeGrom gave up the, the two-run homer to Dansby yesterday. That was the only hit he gave up with 12 strikeouts. So... I don't know what's going to happen with Azuna. I think you need to sit him for right now. Um, I think you need to, you know, maybe use him as a pinch hitter, put him in some, some, you know, spots. But, and by the way, his splits don't look good either. He's not even a guy you could platoon because you'd, you'd play him against left-handers and he's hitting a buck 79 against lefties. He's hitting better against right-handers. He's only had one homer and seven RBIs against left-handers, right? You would think that being a right-handed hitter that he would do better against left-handers, right? 
if, if you talk about the natural split and things like that. But he's not. He's hitting a buck 79 against lefties with seven RBI and one home run. So you can't even platoon him with a Rosario or a Grossman or whatever out there because you'd play him against lefties and he doesn't hit lefties. Tough times for what to do with Ozuna. All right, when we come back, we're going to talk about this Lex Luger documentary, uh, the WWE on A&E. Um, this thing was outstanding. We'll talk a little bit about the rivals, too, as well. Chuck Ray Key Studios, Sports Radio Network, GameOnnesty.com app. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medella is your reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. The game back with you on the John Chuckery Show. Live in the Key Studios. Heading to the top of the hour, the JR Sports Brief. Motown Monday here on the Brown Liquor Music Hour. Smokey Robinson and the Miracles, man. Shop around. Actually, you know, the first time I remember hearing this song was actually not by Smokey Robinson and the Miracles. Really? Somebody, was it a. Uh, Captain uh, Tennille did, oh. the, did a, did a uh, cover version of this. Okay. Cover okay. version of Shop Around. That's the first time I heard it because, again, I wasn't alive when Smokey right, right. did this song. Because this would have been, God, mid, mid-late 60s or whatever like yeah. that. So I wasn't born until all the way into 1971. So there you go. Uh, Odyssey app site, catch something to go. Social media, not to the game. Give me a follow at JMCH316 on the Twitter machine. Last night, um, they continued the latest in the A&E biographies of the WWE stars. And last night was Lex Luger. And... You know, I I, I got to tell you, this, this was as good as any that I've seen, including The Undertaker, Stone Cold, whatever. You know, the only thing about the Stone Cold documentary that I'll say is I knew I knew so much about Stone Cold Steve Austin that it really wasn't – the only thing that was kind of eye-opening was the fact that he doesn't have a great relationship with his first couple of kids or whatever, or his two daughters, I guess. So that's the only kids because he didn't have any kids with Deborah or this current wife or whatever like that. But other than that, I, I I knew I knew Chili McFreeze and all that good stuff and you know everything that went along with it and this time you know he had the he's got the famous line. There's a famous 
line where when he was in, in uh, the Memphis territory and he's looking at his paycheck and Jeff Jarrett walks by him and says, you can look at it all you want. It ain't going to get any bigger. Told Austin that. And that kind of put some bad blood between him and Austin for a little while. But I, So I knew all about him. But this was well done. First off, well, let me no, – let me. It, it was great to see a lot of Eric Bischoff and Jim Cornette on this thing. And you guys know I love both those guys. Huge fans of both those guys. Listen to their podcasts every week. I'm, I'm as diehard a Cornette guy as you could be. Love Jim Cornette. So seeing those guys was awesome. I obviously, you know, Day Day, I used to, not only did I run into Lex a million times over at Main mm-hmm. Event Fitness working out over the years, right. but I did have him on when I was, I hosted a show and we had him on in 2013, I think it was, when his book came out. Okay. Matt Ryan got us set up with Lex Luger. So I, I've interviewed Lex Luger before. I want him back on the show, though. Nice. Because nice. that was not a fluff piece. It, the First off, the footage the footage that WWE has at their disposal right. is absurd. Like the the footage of all the WCW, the Attitude Era, Global, Memphis. When they put out footage, there ain't nothing like the WWE as far as having footage available on hand to pull from. It's unbelievable, the, the, the library that they have. So that was awesome. And I, you know what? It went in on Lex a little bit. Like it didn't. It didn't make him the, be the night because that's really how Cornette and Bruce and all those guys felt about him, that. Okay, he's got all the look and everything like that, but he doesn't have the heart for it. Right. You know, he, he's got a he's got a, a P. A P. As Bo Bach would say, a Valentine the size of a P. Mm-hmm. He didn't want it bad enough. You know, and that run of the WWF was immensely underwhelming. He didn't like being on the bus, and I get that the gimmick isn't the best thing, but he didn't like being on the bus and this, that, and the other. He he didn't he didn't you know he didn't like what his character was in this that, and the other, and, and you know he did everything he could to get himself out of WWE. But I thought the footage was outstanding. I thought his story is outstanding, and obviously, look, even though he is in a wheelchair, and he's certainly not the same guy physically that he once was, he is an inspirational story. And I, some people like this, some people won't like it. I don't really care. But, you know, he found God, and that changed his world around. He gave his life to Jesus Christ, and that turned his world around. And I've heard him talk about this before, and, I, and I've seen him I've seen him and Sting both, like, on the 700 Club and things like that, talk about, you know, their journey with, you know, finding God right. and, their, and their journey following Jesus Christ. And I got no issue with that. I mean, if that's, you know, listen, I, I'm, I'm a believer in Christ. I, I've been baptized because I, I believe he's the, the way through heaven. You can believe whatever you want to believe. That's up to you. That's between you and God, what your relationship is. So I give him all the credit in the world. But everybody talks about, and, and everybody that you talk to in the business says the same thing, that now he's as nice and genuine a human being. And he does. He lives up in Buffalo now. That's where he's from. He lives up in Buffalo. I think his mom actually died here recently. I think his, I think he did, I think his mom did die here. He, he had been living with his mom and trying to help take care of her. But I think his mom actually died, I think, earlier this year, I believe, hmm. if I remember right. But I thought the I thought the whole thing was outstanding. I didn't think it was a hit piece on him. He was very open and honest. I think it was open and honest. You know, the Randy Savage thing felt like a hit piece, and part of that is obviously Savage isn't here anymore to defend himself. Right. But I but look I I remember when 
Miss Elizabeth died. Mm-hmm. When, you know, they were at East yeah. Cobb in Marietta. Yeah, that, I was going to yep. say, that was here. Yep, 2003. Yep. You know, I remember when Miss Elizabeth was found dead, and they were in Lex's condo and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And I think Lex was still legally married when all that went on, too. Right. I think he was still legally married. But he was living with Liz, and, you know, she, she was dead. And I remember when all that went down. He was living in a town home in, in East Cobb over there. But I saw Lex a million times at Main Event Fitness over the years when him and Sting obviously owned, uh, owned that gym. Saw him a million times uh, out of all of it. But I, I thought it was well done, I, and, and I give them credit because they, they got honest feedback and opinion from guys, but they didn't bury him because okay. they, buried the, they buried Randy Savage. Like, if you go back and watch that Randy Savage documentary, it is not a flattering piece, and they obviously use a lot of – what was that girl's name that was in WCW that uh, that he that he uh, dated? Um, oh gosh, I'm gonna look that uh, look that up. It was the girl he was with after. Um, um, oh gosh, because she was a she was a performer too. Um, bup, 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 uh, wasn't Deborah? No, nah, it wasn't Miss Elizabeth. Oh, Gorgeous George. That's Gor- who it was. Oh, Gorgeous, Gorgeous George. George. Okay, because she talked about. You know, him bugging her phone and videoing her and all this kind of stuff, watching over her because he was he was obsessive or this, that, and the other. It was not a very flattering piece on Randy Savage. And unfortunately, Savage is not here to be able to defend himself. You know, at, at yeah. least Lex is able to talk and defend himself. And I just thought the whole thing was well done. Now, they afterward, they did the WWE Rivals thing on the Attitude Era. The Monday Night Wars really is what they did mm-hmm. on – it's interesting. I mean, if you know the story, you know the story. There's nothing new on. Like, I watched it, and I was like, all right, I, I already know all this. Right. I would recommend you go watch the documentary on, on the WWE Network. That one is much better, the Monday Night Wars. Because okay. they, 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 they have quotes from Ted. They talk to Vince. You know, they talk to everybody uh, in it. They have, there's a lot of good footage in that one uh, as well. But that's a little bit better done. Um, look, the old saying is the winners write history, and that's sort of what the WWE has done with some of these things, right? They they can go in there and write the history of it. They they've got their inaccuracies and things like that, and they have their version of history, you know, with it as well. But that was a fun episode. Now DX is this week. Oh, okay. I definitely want to see that. Yeah. One. Although you know they did, they've already done the Shawn Michaels one, right? So you know, but um, you know, Road Dogs had all kinds of issues. Yeah. Um, we've had Billy Gunn on the show. Yeah. Before we had Billy Gunn on the show. Yeah, that was just that was not too long ago. Either. It wasn't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. X Pac will be interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, Triple H is as straight laced as could be. I don't know how much. Look, Triple H was Shawn Michaels, you know, caretaker. Yeah. And obviously, <laughs> he runs the whole company now and everything like that. Um, but that will be that will be a fascinating one because yeah. when they were at their height of their popularity, DX was as popular as any wrestler in the yeah. business. Yeah. I mean, they were right up there with Stone Cold and The Rock yep. and all those guys. Yep. How popular DX was. But I thought this Lex Luger biography was immensely well done. I'm going to try to reach out to Lex and see if I can get him back on the show because um, he does have a great story. And, and again, it is, a, it is a happy ending. I know he's got some physical things that he's gone through, but he does have a happy ending because when he talks about how low his life was, all the arrests and Miss Elizabeth dying and all this, that, and the other, you know, I mean, he really was at a low point. Mm. And, and, look, he was jacked up on roids and all that, so everybody knows that he was caught with roids. I mean, that was – when he got busted with you know for when when uh you know when Miss Elizabeth died he got arrested part of it was steroids that he yeah. had on him popping pills drinking all this good kind of stuff 
But I'd see those guys all him and Sting, you know, were obviously in there all the time. They were the two two minority owners in that. They weren't the big money guys in it. There were a couple other guys that were the more money guys, but they were the face of the ownership group mm-hmm. because of who they were and everything like that. But it's a fascinating documentary. I will tell you that I think it's the best one I've seen. I, I think the Mick Foley one is really good. The Bret Hart one is outstanding. That's my probably second favorite. But I think this one now, I think is the best one that they've done. And it was so awesome to see Jim Cornette because he's not really been in any of these. Mm-hmm. But for Cornette to be a big part of it, I thought that was awesome. And now, honestly, what they have to do, look, say what you will, but when you take his whole body of work, Lex belongs in the WWE Hall of Fame. And I, yeah. hope, that, I hope they put him in the WWE Hall of Fame before he dies. Yeah. I actually, I hope they put Jim Cornette and the Midnight Express in the Hall of Fame, and I hope they put Lex Luger in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. They should. Yeah. You know? With, with Triple H running things, I think that could happen. I think that Oh, absolutely. Happen. Yeah. yeah I think that happen. Wouldn't surprise me at all. Yeah. You, you know? know who I want to see one on? Um, and maybe they've done one and I just didn't know about it, but the Steiners. Oh, yeah. That would be awesome. I would love to see Those one on the guys, Steiners. Those are my guys, man. Yeah. Scott's my guy, man. That's, that's my guy all the way, man. <laughs> Scotty Steiner's my guy. Yeah. And yeah. and Rick, of course, you know, part of the Cherokee County School Commission mm-hmm. Board and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah I would yeah, love absolutely. to see one on them. They were the best tag team in 1989, yeah. 1991. They were the best tag team in the yeah. business. With all due respect to the Horsemen, mm-hmm. with all due respect to the Brain Busters, the Heart Foundation, British the, the British Bulldogs, pick your pick, all Doom, them, yeah. all those guys. You know, they, they were the best tag team mm-hmm. in the the business. Yeah. I mean, that Frankensteiner, that Frankensteiner was like the stunner. Yeah. Like nobody had ever seen that. And it was like, that's the crazy, that Frankensteiner was the craziest thing. Yeah. And they, they were awesome. And, and look, if you were a guy who didn't work with those guys, they'd beat the hell out of you Mm -hmm. because they could, they could beat the hell out. Those two guys are as tough as they come. Yeah. So yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. They've got, they've got, um, they've got DX yet to do, and I'm trying to remember who else they're going to do a biography on. Uh, DX, and it might be one more person, and that's that's about it. Because they, uh, they've they obviously done the Bella Twins, and mm-hmm. they've done the Undertaker, and Goldberg, and, and all that. So it's DX, and I can't remember who the other A&E biographies are. I know one of the rivals that they have coming up. One's Rey Mysterio and Eddie Guerrero. Okay. Um, one is Brie Bella versus Stephanie McMahon, which is ridiculous, but... Um, but I'm trying to remember who, other than DX, who they've got on there. Somebody will hit me up on the uh, text line or on my Twitter page. So, all right, when we get back and wrap things up with a love TKO, check in the key studio, sports right now, the game, honestly.com app. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can 
put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 